0: All right, we're just going to pick this thing right back up. And and for those that are joining us that, that missed the first intro, I'll be a little bit shorter. But this is Wrestling Chat with Friends. I am your host, Cheats. I am joined, as always, by my main man, Elliot the Collector. And we are joined in the middle of the screen. We are very, very excited to have Shoot Taylor joining the show. If you are not familiar Shoot has been on a roll in 2022, and it, and it's been a, a a pretty. I'm I'm gonna have him tell it in his own words, but from the outside looking in, it's been meteoric and it's been kind of a whirlwind. And I'm really really excited to talk to a young brother who is really coming into his own. What the future is the best is yet to come so the first question I ask you I'm going to ask it again so that people can can hear your full answer but we're going to start with now we'll go back we'll go in the future but where you are right now in 2022 uh, is, is pretty amazing how do you describe kind of where you are in your career trajectory and 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 how's 2022 been for someone that's been all over the indies and, and on major network tv with aew how do you describe just kind of progress and where you are right now
1: yeah man uh it's 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 something that's kind of taken a life of its own like i i when i first started doing this you know i i kind of felt like i naturally i was naturally good at it and and i caught on to things quicker than usual than than most people but um it wasn't till I, I made that switch to the nightmare factory this past year where things started to really take off for me. And, and, and now I feel like, yeah, we're, we're on a, we're on a path headed somewhere and I'm here for the ride.
0: So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that okay. because, um, you were obviously pedigree history coming out of, uh, Uh, of a, of a wrestling amateur wrestling background that you were extremely successful, extremely, like uh, all throughout uh, kind of your, your high school years and, and just kind of transitioned to that to professional wrestling. And obviously it's been noted. It's been documented. You've talked about it. You've been able to meet the legend and and work with Teddy long. You've worked, you've trained with some other uh, very popular folks, but I'm I'm intrigued with the Nightmare Factory because it's so much more than kind of what you see on on television on AEW television with with QT Marshall. It's a real school, and which mm-hmm. uh, is it twelve weeks that you go through twelve weeks of training, and then we see on YouTube kind of the nightmare uh, the nightmare showcase, the Nightmare Family showcase after you know it's kind mm-hmm. of the end of the training. Tell us a little bit about that process and what made you you know, what made you decide this was the move for me in my career?
1: Uh Yeah. So, the, so the process is, it starts you off with the 12 week camp, uh, which includes uh, strength and conditioning with the strength and conditioning coaches. Um, it includes meal plans with nutritionists, uh, promo classes with the great Cody Rhodes and uh, <laughs> obviously the in ring stuff. And once the 12 weeks is up, you have your student showcase and then, um, if they like you, you know, they, they keep you around for the night classes and you continue on training there. Um, I felt that this was the right move because it just made sense. You know, I, I, I live in Georgia and that's the biggest and best quality school here. It, it, it's just a no brainer. You know, I feel like for someone who not only live in Georgia, but if you want to be at the highest level in this business, there's that place. That's where you got to go.
0: Now, now take us behind the curtain because I, I like this. I okay. like I like where you're going with this. Take us behind the curtain. You you have obviously been a successful athlete. Pretty much, I'm assuming. I like I said through through your your amateur background and your in your high school. But I'm I'm assuming sure. someone like yourself has been a successful athlete as you as you've been a competitor, right? Just growing up, mm-hmm. you're a competitor. You're a successful athlete there are levels right to being a professional athlete there are levels to like every every level you advance you advance you advance you start to look around and you're like man there there's there's no scrubs here everybody can, everybody can play when yep. you when you got to a place in Atlanta like the Nightmare Factory and you look around, did you, did you still have that level? I mean, you're always going to be a confident individual, but did you look around and say, Hey man, everybody can play here. Or did you say, Hey, this is, this is me. This is all me. I got this.
1: Uh, Um, it's, it's interesting because, you know, when I first got there, um, like the, the other place that I started training at that's no longer around, I was kind of a standout there. Um, and that's where Teddy long, uh, you know, ha- developed a liking for me and eventually sent me off to WWE tryouts and stuff. But after that, and I came to the Nightmare Factory, you know, like you said, everyone there is talented. And so I, I-, I kind of, I did, I wasn't discouraged, but it-, it also made me realize that I have to do more to get recognized, to be noticed, you know, I can't just do what I've been doing, which, which got eyes on me, I have to kind of take it to another level. And I, and I, and I enjoy it that way because it kind of makes you, you can't slack there. You, you got to always stay on your A game. And and every time I look around that place and see the talent that's in there, I can't help but to think like, this is the future of the business. Like people don't know, know it yet, or maybe they do, but everyone that's walking through those doors a few years down the line, it, it's going to be at the top of this business
0: that's fantastic. And, and tell us a little bit about your personality when it comes to this business, because you are, you're, I mean, a lot of success early, you know, considerably, but you're still very young in relative terms Mm -hmm. to, to what this has, what this means. So when you're, tell us a little bit about your approach in regards to just handling business doing your work obviously in the ring doing your strength and conditioning but i don't think people fully understand the grind of what what it means to be a professional wrestler and and especially one that is in the indies a lot and one that yeah. is trap like they don't fully understand what that grind is like and so i'm interested did you kind of know what you were getting into with, you know, I don't know, if it's 365 days out of the year. You're probably working over 200, 300 plus of them, but you're working in, who knows, you know, Richmond, Virginia, or Atlanta, Georgia, or so when, how, how have you approached this grind and what's your mentality been as you're now kind of at a place where you're kind of through a, a lot of the kind of what the, the form, like the early training, and now you're kind mm-hmm. of looked at in a different level. How how do you approach mm-hmm. that grind and how, how and is there things that you've learned along the way?
1: I, I just look at it like it, it has to go hand in hand with where I want to end up. You know, uh, I I grew up watching these documentaries and these these clips of of guys like Triple H, you know, talking to the tough enough guys and and mm-hmm. and, and different stuff like that, you know, saying what this business has to has in store for them, and, and so I always expected it to be grueling and demanding, uh, but you never truly know till you're actually in it, and it's a lot of sleepless nights. It's a lot of uh, long road trips. Um, at, in, the, in the beginning, it's a lot of working for very little pay, but through it all, I just always kind of had in the back of my mind that the work that I'm doing now will eventually plan me to where I need to be, and, and it seems as if I'm slowly but surely getting to where I need to be. So I just think it goes hand in hand.
0: Excellent. Elliot, I'm going to let you jump in. I got tons more. I got tons more for shoot, but I want Elliot, I want you to jump
2: in and start to uh, start to ask our our special guest some questions. Thanks. Shoot. You sound like a man a lot wiser than the probably 23, 24 years that you are. I don't want to put an age on you. Uh, but, uh,
0: well, he's, he's young enough where he could say, do you mind? Do you mind as asking how? how I'm, I'm
2: 21. I'm 21. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, 21, <laughs> exactly. 21. Well, you, you sound like yeah. a man a lot wiser than even 23, 24. Hey. So, uh, w- what, what strikes me is you came up kind of in, in the early 2000s, I guess, watching watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't even alive during the Monday Night Wars. When mm-hmm. ha- Have you, or did you, or uh, what have you consumed uh, pre? your your living uh, knowledge of wrestling what are some of the things you've gone back on youtube or or watched that have maybe even influenced your career a little bit
1: i try to watch everything man i try to go back to every era every time period everything um i I have watched some attitude Era stuff my dad was a really big fan of dusty rose and rick flair those are his guys so i i try to watch a lot of those guys and i love to watch william regal um yeah, man, I watch everything. I'm a student of the game. I'm a student of the game. You sound like it. You sound like it. A yeah. lot, you know,
2: Mark, Mark and I, you know, our formative years are literally watching some of those. I me. Mean, so I, I can really kind of only imagine what it's like for someone, what you're picking and choosing to sort of follow. Uh, mm-hmm. it, some of your just early earliest influences in the WWE, who do you, who do you think you'd like, to, you started modeling your mindset or career after? Who are some of your just
1: very earliest heroes in the game? Uh well, growing up in the early 2000s, Cena was my guy. Um, Kurt Angle was my guy. Uh, Randy Orton was my guy. I, I didn't get to see the Rock in his prime, but growing up and being able to see the the John Cena and the Rock thing was was like. That was like that was like the biggest thing of, for me growing up. So I know you guys have saw like no, you saw saying, the real I'll, rock. You know,
0: no, I'm ch- I'm chuckling because I'd, I look if the rock was here, he'd be like in my prom.
1: You <laughs> was like hold on,
0: don't get yourself in trouble now because you know, look, I have a feeling. Well, you know, right at right, the I'll height of his horrible. professional wrestling right, right, career, the you active, know? the active, the not the yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. super movie star. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, what's really amazing
2: what's really amazing shoot and i've 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 just recently preparing for this interview with you watched a lot of things i could find of you online Mm -hmm. wrestling takes uh obviously to be successful a good mix of both physical ability and being able to be charismatic and you have that part down more than a lot of i think people who are 21 years old who have been in it as long as you have. Is it is it just pure is that your personality just dialed up to 100 or are you are you are you reaching down in and find something that's not really in you because we're going to get later in this interview about who you are outside the business but where did this amazing promo ability come from is it
1: all cody uh yeah yeah most of it is cody like he he really (laughs) he really taught me how to to turn it up and not because i'm really on uncomfortable with 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 doing promos and and character work even even in the you ring right. you wouldn't know yeah I just it's, I don't know I just have that I kind of have this this fear of of looking foolish and and you know I feel like I, I I still haven't tapped into a space where I could fully commit emotionally to what I'm doing uh, it's a it's a process and I'm, and I'm getting there but yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I would say growing up and and like every kid that loved pro wrestling, cutting promos on your stuffed animals and cutting promos in the mirror. That 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 kind of that's that's where it all started. That's how I kind of got used to doing it. But I I I, I don't know. I, I don't feel comfortable when I do it. So
0: well, I ha- I have to ask uh,
1: because uh, it seemed,
0: was it a little bit earlier this year. You cut some some newer promos, kind of like, almost like mm. a, a little bit of a personality change. As a like the the old singlet goes into the fire trash can, and and the I new suit it. trailer comes out, and this is uh, extremely charismatic. You know, this is the the I, I want to make sure I got it right, but the is it the IWN heavyweight champion of the world? Like yes. this is the yes. yes, this is the the uh, 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 something that I really thought when I saw it. I was like, okay this is another level that we, 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 saw some, you know, some, some new stuff and another level and a new promo and a promo that you can take, you know, from circuit to circuit and say, this is a, something I'm developing. And like Elliot said, to your credit, you seemed really, really comfortable in that setting. And I was, uh, I was going to ask, is that just a level of kind of you, you wanting to step your game up saying, Hey, look, the, the amateur background is is a little, is that's yesterday. The shoot Taylor that's, that's got a little bit more bravado is today.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. um Like even with that promo, so much went into that, um that, that, you know, I, I thought about for a while and, and I, and I picture that in my head and I wanted it to look a certain way cinematically, but yeah, I, I just, I think there's, Gonna continue to be levels to this, and I'm gonna continue to kind of build upon it. And with with pro wrestling, is beautiful because we even though we tell stories in the ring, our careers are overall story. And I feel like there's chapters to it, and and each each chapter of my career, I'm gonna shed something, I'm gonna add something, I'm gonna keep something. There's gonna be some Easter eggs in there, and and that's the beautiful part of it, man. And as I continue to grow and become better at this game that we are in as far as pro wrestling, you're going to, you're going to see that in my body of work. So, yeah.
2: Talk to me quickly. Okay, oh, good. I'm sorry. I control. Well, go you ahead. are getting better and we'll, we'll get Mark. Um, if You want to keep with your line of questioning. I want to get a little bit outside the wrestling business, to talk about shoot as a person, but if we're not ready for that yet, go with your next question. Let,
0: well, well, cause I got to ask, I got to ask because again, 2022 has been amazing for, for shoot in many ways. I'm assuming because I don't know. You can tell me there's nothing more amazing than getting a call to saying you're going to be on national TV with AEW, um, and you're going to be in, in, you know, part of the factory and you're going to start, you know, people are going to see more eyes for better, or for worse, more eyes are going to see uh, you do you do what you do in many ways. And, uh, uh, oh, on tv national tv whether it's dynamite or rampage or anything like that talk to me about that that moment where you get like like every younger look we we live in a double a baseball town here in richmond virginia when the double when the double a kid gets called to the show whether that kid has been in the minors for eight years or or you know two months it's got to be this this interesting feeling where you're kind of stepping in the unknown and you had connections with the uh with the factory and the school and Cody and QT and those guys but when you get the call that says i'm going to be on AEW what was that process like and and and, and tell us a little bit about that experience
1: well at that point i i really didn't have the connection you know i uh it's funny cuz i had just started going there i was i think i was in like week 2 of the camp oh really and word yeah i i didn't even know QT like that I didn't even know Cody like that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I I have no idea like and, and that's the thing about that whole situation. I wasn't really able to process what was happening because I I'm like I, I made up in my mind that I was gonna dedicate these 12 weeks to this camp and I was gonna head down and just focus and, and grind it all the way out. And then like the two or three week mark, I got that call at home, like literally before I was about to get ready to leave and head to the school for training that day. And it was from coach hutty and he said you know we're going to bring you to tv and but you got to go do this 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 and that and by the way we we're we're leaving tomorrow and i'm like okay uh so yeah i didn't have time to process that whole situation and then i went to another state and then you know i got there and then that happened that was the biggest crowd i've wrestled in front of That's and then amazing. i just had to sit back and be like, what just happened? I, I don't even know. I, I still well, don't know.
0: So I was going to say, now that you look back at it, what, what did happen? Like, how did you, if know. you're in week two, two or three, how did you get the call? Like did the people know who you were before you kind of went to the cl- the class? Is that how, did you have feelers out? Uh,
1: I would like to believe that in those two weeks, they saw something that they had That's liked, crazy. And, uh, that's awesome. That's what I would like to believe. Yeah, man. So
2: when have you walked, you had, have okay. you had time to? I want to go about, about that night. So yeah, you, that that all happens. You're you're putting your street clothes back on. It's happened. You've had the experience. Did you get to like the the scene you kind of always see in the movies? Did you walk out to a dark theater and sort of walk around? <laughs> One more walk before you walk like the empty down. arena.
1: Did you? Have I, you know, moment? it's it's funny. I did get to uh, see the arena um, before the show, and 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 um. I I still think I was so laser focused on the night and just the task at hand that that I, I didn't get a chance to like really soak it in. But I, I don't know. Who, and and then the thing t- about rampage 2 was a pre-tape, so I couldn't say anything about. I, I was gonna say who'd you it, call? So like, that
0: was my question. Who'd you who do you call when you like? I'm gonna be yeah. on. Who do you call?
1: Who's the first person? Yeah, no you one. Call? No one but my no one but my mother, man. She's the only <laughs> one I really told about <laughs> it. Uh, and uh, yeah. And, and, and the cool thing about That's that, great. too, is I, I always dreamed of, because I, I'm a big combat sport fan, so I, I love, like, those big fight feel, those big pay-per-view moments where people are at bars, you know, mm-hmm. at different places watching the main event of a fight, whether there's UFC or boxing or whatever. And my mother ended up telling me that she was, she was out that night when it finally aired on, on television. I had to go to Fort Lauderdale for another show but she was she was telling me that she was out at uh at a place and and she made them turn the channel to watch me and that was kind of like one of those moments. That's was, awesome. Okay, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Really quick. I know Elliot, cuz we're going to get into this, but since you said your mother is the person you call and she she had look had the bar turned up just to see her son on rampage, talk to me about that. Talk to me about the relationship that you have with 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 either family friends your mother growing up if she was the rock for you on all these parts and because again and we're going to say this we're going to sound like broken records because we're old and washed but at such a it's still a young age to have a support system that you have to be yeah. independent on your own traveling all the time talk to me about the relationship with with either your mother or, or the ones that you trust the most
1: yeah, I uh, I I can say I've been fortunate enough to have a a great support system growing up. Um, whatever I wanted to do, my parents kind of supported me, and that's where the the whole amateur wrestling thing started. Like most people, I thought it was was professional wrestling style, and when I when I saw that there was wrestling in school, I was like, I want to do that. And then found out it was a totally different thing, but I right. stuck with it, and they stuck by me the whole time. They never missed a, a match. When I wanted to start training in pro wrestling, seventeen years old, I was I was still in high school, and uh, they helped me pay for that, and and they they supported me from going to school, going to amateur wrestling practice, and going to pro wrestling practice, and doing it over the next day and the next day and the next day. And they supported my decision to to not go to college and to pursue professional wrestling. So, yeah, that that upbringing uh, from my parents, and I, I just had I had that support system. Fantastic. Can't say i will be where I am without it. Yeah,
2: fantastic. Awesome. And, and you sound you sound humble and grateful. Since this yes, is wrestling indeed. chat, since this is wrestling mm-hmm. chat with friends, we're gonna we're gonna cut take the wrestling part off just for a second and just talk as friends. So I just want to shoot some questions at you, and you just sort of like, okay, these aren't gonna be wrestling related. Um, when you right. were in fifth grade, you and, <laughs> and well, what would your friends have said you were gonna be when you grew up?
1: uh my my friend's a professional wrestler. Uh <laughs> I, I I did a I in 5th grade actually. This is how I met my best friend that I still have to this day. We had to do an assignment where we had to say what we wanted to be when we grew up and we both wrote uh professional wrestler and and then that's where it clicked. That's I was like, "Whoa, you want to be a wrestler too?" And then we kind of became friends from that moment. So, yeah, that professional wrestler. Okay, so grow,
2: growing up you guys I love it. love Monday it. Monday night raw. You know, having I'm sure you watching that. Um, when you weren't thinking about professional wrestling, what other interests were what were you doing on Friday nights? What were you doing with your friends? Like, don't get in trouble. Of, don't get yourself in trouble. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, legit like what other what other things outside of the wrestling world really really are your key interests?
1: Are we still talking about fifth grade or are we, we- no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no 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 Okay, no. okay. <laughs> Um yeah. I I, I, I I'm not into much, man. I I I like to I like to write. I like to. I'm a I'm a fanatic of combat sports, and that's pretty much that's just me, man. I, I'm in, I'm into acting. I've done a little bit of acting, so yeah, okay, man. So what's I, what's, I'm what's in your this, movie?
2: What's your movie genre? Are you comedy? Are you horror? I'm
1: a student of the game. I, I like I like everything. I I uh, hmm i i i'm a'm I'm a big fan of 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 the the drama the drama lane you know i i feel like emotion you you can't it's unmatched like when 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 the emotion's there and when a movie actually make you feel a certain emotion when movies make grown men cry and that's that's when you tap into something else because i mean everyone could you know do the regular stuff but when you when you make a grown man cry you you're on to something you know?
2: you're giving you're giving it the next few questions i have are so ridiculous compared to the answers that you're giving you're, <laughs> you're working at a much higher level than i am so uh do you do you collect anything when you're home chilling do you have any any passions do you, are you collect as you can see enough? behind you collect, elliot you can yeah, see behind I mean, elliot
1: <laughs> get do you you what
2: sort of toys pokemon basketball cards did you anything
1: I I don't collect anything now, but I still have uh, my... I'm going to sound like a nerd when I say this, but I still have my... Look who you're talking to. (laughs) I still have my uh, Pro Wrestling Magazine collection and uh, the DVD collection that I had as a kid. I don't know why I still have it. And I was a successful amateur wrestler, so I collected medals uh, for a long time. There you go. Yeah, you
2: did.
0: Because... I'm a huge, huge boxing fanatic as well. I'm, I'm not 100 okay. percent there with UFC. I'm getting there with UFC. I saw the, I saw the Usman yeah. fight, uh, the yeah, Leon Edwards. UFC, no, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge boxing guy. Like I don't miss a, don't miss a fight. So, okay. Let me ask this as a, as a, as a combat sports aficionado: Crawford or Spence? Who do you like? Line them up.
1: Say that again.
0: Crawford, Terence Crawford or Earl Spence.
1: Who do you like? Oh man, uh, but... <laughs> tough. Jeez, why tough you to do me like that. That's uh, a tough one. Phenomenal fighters, dog. Right. Uh, Top of the game. Aero... <laughs> has 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 Aero Spins been the same since the the car accident?
0: I think so. He fought Danny Garcia and
1: beat the bricks off of him.
0: And I mean, he, uh... he didn't look like he didn't look any worse for wear
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go terrence crawford on that one I'm gonna have to go Ooh, on i like one. it that's a tough i like one. it that's tough and then this is the look this is the last combat sports
0: question i'll ask as we as we go through this but actually it might not be but there's a bunch of young guns whether you're talking about tfemo lopez tank davis mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. ryan garcia shakira stevenson when it's all said and done, Vas- Vasily Lomachenko. When it's all said and done, when you look at that 135, you know, you know, I'm talking about. When I'm talking about To Shakur, Tank Davis, mm-hmm. who, yep. who, who's the guy we're looking at? Saying this guy cleaned them all out.
1: Who's the guy that sits uh, on top of that? You know, I, I'm going to give you my answer, and then I'm going to say something else. And <laughs> to
2: I love. I'm going to say
1: it. Tank Davis. It, that I mean, you you look at that guy. He's like a he's like a little Mike Tyson. Like it's hits he hits hard. To, to, he hits hard. I mean, yeah. Like where, where is he right now? With twenty four, twenty five, and oh, yeah. And, he might and, be more than
0: that actually. Yeah, but he's he's a, he's sitting at one forty. So he's sitting heavier than some of the other guys.
1: Yeah, but most of those are knockouts. And yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That guy just I he's 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 a suit he's a star, man. I think I think he's gonna be the next generation. He's gonna be that guy. But my problem that I have with boxing, which is which is why I, I'm kind of leaning more towards UFC at the moment, is because all those names you just named. Yep, we're probably not gonna see those guys. They gotta make they gotta other. make the fights. They gotta make it, the fights. It's so weird that the way boxing is where we, we don't get to see the fights that we want and we have all these guys build their records. And, and, but we, we never truly know who the best really is. So, so I'll tell you,
0: we're going to see Crawford Spence. We'll see that whether it's at the end of 23, probably 24, we'll see it. There's too much money. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. The, the thing that, really, and, and Elliot, we're going on a tangent, I'll stop, and we'll go back to go back to where we <laughs> need to be, but the thing that still troubles me about UFC to this day, and it might be a lot like the, the pro wrestling business, we should talk about the, the comparisons of this, is because one guy controls UFC, uh, all respect to Dana White, guy's a genius, but he sets the purses, right? Yeah. So, at the top of the purse, you've got, you know, Usman and Edwards making tons of money, and then the, the the breakdowns of kind of what the what the undercard pay is compared to what the UFC makes, it, it, it's yeah, still yeah. it's still stuff that's got to be worked on. So it's it, yeah, yeah. It, I get it. I understand why it happens. I have a lot of respect for the UFC, and I'm and I'm becoming a fan of it. The reason why boxing is the way it is, it's because they've got fifty million promoters. There's not one body that's in charge, and they make all these fake belts. But what they also mm-hmm. do is they make these purse bids. Right, so it's like when Haney and Combosa can't get a deal, and they, you know, they make this purse bid, and somebody pays X number of millions of dollars for the fight. There's a little bit. There's a little bit of if you can swindle it in there. There's a little bit of of an equity stake that's a little bit, a little bit more uh, profitable in the long run because that's why they build up this fake
1: records. I feel like there has to be some sort of balance, man. Like, there does. You know, there does. I, the beautiful thing about UFC is it's one promotion. Is it's under one banner. It's a lot more cleaner and less Absolutely. unorganized than boxing. Is, is a lot of less moving parts. And to piggyback off what you said, that say what you want about Jake Paul, but that's the guy that's coming in and calling Daniel uh, White uh, out on this stuff and kind of yeah. starting that conversation about fighter pay et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, that's that's my so we can go on a tangent.
0: But but let's but that, that but that's an interesting uh that's an interesting uh transition for us to make because I'm I'm fascinated. you said uh, you're a student of the game and I and I can already tell but just talking to you. When you look at other young, I'm saying 25 and under. We do this all the time on the show. Talk about who we think is 25 and under, who's gonna be the, kind of the future of the business but when you look around and you see you know people peers that that are i would say in your case 25 24 and under and you're looking around mm-hmm. and you're seeing who's going to be next up we're going to we're already going to put you in that category who do you see as you travel who do you see as you travel through um you know either the indie circuit or you see what's happening. On, on the major companies or even overseas who do you like who do you see as a young person that's like I like to work with that person or I look forward to working with that person
1: um I I, I the renegades the renegades every time I every time I see the renegade twins in the ring it's it's just I I feel like they're levels above a lot of people in this business and mm-hmm. and I I look at them as as like the future of 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 this space um uh what's my, I don't you guys know teriyaki
2: do we know i don't i don't do you know i know the name and i've okay. seen a couple of videos and not too much yeah tell that's us, my guy he's
1: uh teriyaki he's he's a young kid too he's uh i, I believe he's 20 years old Is but uh Yes, he 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 was at the camp. Yeah, he's um yeah. he's a he's also a WWA four guy, so he's training under uh, AR Fox as well. Okay, but yeah, talk about another student of the game. He he loves the Japanese style of professional wrestling, and yeah, he's somebody to look out for as well.
0: So that's a good question for for somebody like yourself. Um, when it's it's interesting because when we look at really really talented uh, stars in the business, they always seem to have these runs, whether it's overseas and new Japan or some other, you know, they went overseas and wrestled, uh, quite, you know, an extent of time honed their skills, mm-hmm. learned a different style came, you know, came back to the States. Is that something in regards to your future that you would look for? Have you done that? Is that, is that something you look forward to doing is as, as traveling maybe overseas and, and working some stints uh, in different promotions that are outside of the United States?
1: Yeah, I think it's inevitable. I think, I think at some point, you know, it, I mean, you you can't really truly say that you're the best at this if you haven't, you know, dabbled in everything and experienced every every single style. And I and I I definitely think at some point I'll I'll do that. Um, things are going so well here right now, you know. <laughs> I, but yeah, for sure, for sure, I'm gonna definitely do that one one of these days.
2: Are you watching the WWE product at all with any regularity? Do you have any thoughts on what what they're doing? I know it's not. You know, you're primarily focused on your uh, potential with AEW, which looks bright. Mm-hmm. But um, as just a casual fan, are you still interested right now? Or are you sort of singularly focused on sort of what you're doing?
1: Uh, I, I see. I see a little bit of uh, of stuff going on at WWE. Uh, um, I, I I think we're gonna see a lot of changes there with Triple H being being the guy over there now, and um, I still think Roman is putting out his best work. Um, that's another guy who I think is levels above yeah, everyone yeah. in the business. Like it's he's pretty just, amazing.
0: It's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, he's operating on a whole nother wavelength than everyone else. And yeah, so I, I keep up with it. When when you say you're you
0: enjoy writing, does that that does that include does that include your creative? There's always there's and I say that because there's always kind of this push and pull between professional wrestlers and their creative how much influence they have on it, what they can do, what they can't do. For somebody that enjoys writing storytelling, uh, even kind of in a cinematic view, is, are you a type of guy that comes in and says, Hey, look, I've got this idea for my creative, this idea, or at this point, it's, you kind of, you you kind of, you know, hold that back a little bit until figure out what's the best place for you to fit in and move on.
1: Uh, well, w- when it's, when it's things on the independence, uh, I'm, 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 it's, it's all on me. And even with those like vignettes and promo packages, you see, like I actually write those, those oh, nice. and Create scripts yeah. for those and everything. Like from, from what you see to what you hear. Um, when it comes to like AEW, AEW dark and everything, um, I'm a student in that space. And so, uh, I, I don't think I'm at a, at a, at a stage in my career where I should be pitching anything. I'm just taking all the opportunities I can take.
0: <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. It's um, like- Elliot, I'm going to I'm going to turn it over to you and then uh, we'll, we'll close out uh, Mr. Taylor because he's been so generous with uh, with uh, his time and all the things that
2: we uh, all the technical issues that we've had <laughs> for as much as uh, you can tell us what does the uh, sort of the next six months of your career look like? Uh, what do you have kind of going on and like, start telling us where fans can uh, kind of see you over the next several weeks and months if you, for as much as you can
1: tell us? A lot of pro wrestling, man. Um, I'm continuing to, to do the thing with AEW Dark, so you see me on that. Uh, I believe I'm going to be because it's a pre-take. So I think next week you'll see me on AEW Dark. Um, I, uh, I'm i working at a promotion called Battle Slam in Atlanta. I take a lot of pride in that because, uh, as you know, Baron Black, another AEW regular, uh, started that thing and is kind of grown into a life of his own. And there's a championship tournament going on with that, so I'm I'm gonna dabble in that. I've already qualified, so maybe you maybe you'll see me as the first Battle Slam world champion. And uh, uh, district wrestling just, really, just starting. Uh, I'll be there too. Is, you're, is you're Battle Slam the, the
2: our preferred champ?
0: Yeah. Is is Battle Slam the is, one where a little scrappy uh was choke slamming people?
2: That's
1: the one. That's the one. A little scrappy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gotta love. Can I get a little it? scrappy.
1: Gotta match what I gotta do to wrestle you. Okay. Look,
0: you know what? You mess around, you are gonna be on one of the VH1 shows and all kinds of stuff. Mess around, with scrappy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But that's Battle Slam and some of the other things uh, because it's it's so important to for us. I've got a seven year old son loves wrestling. It's so important to us to see people of color represented in ways that are diverse, exciting, yeah. interesting. And one of the things that struck me about uh, the Battle Slam show or even, you know, independent shows like Terminus, um, independent shows that feature a lot of people of color, African-American wrestlers, Mm -hmm. the space has changed so much. And it's changed rapidly to the point where if I wanted to take my son to a Battle Slam that features so many wrestlers of color, so many wrestlers that have different personalities and swag, that's even probably different from when you were growing up watching wrestling. Talk to us a little bit about seeing that representing that being a young gun and and, in places where you could join a show that has so much diversity and character. Do you ever think about that uh, in regards to like what that means as we move forward and how we depict wrestlers that, you know, we're long away from the days of, you know, RIP to, uh Kamala and and junkyard dog where you know where they have these kind of really you know outlandish uh stereotypical type things, but you're what in many ways representing a, a new wave that I think everybody can be proud of do you ever kind of put that in perspective and yeah. say I am a wrestler but I'm also a wrestler of color and I want to be um portrayed in certain ways
1: yeah I, and I think battle slam and terminus. Promotions like that are, are finally showing people that we could be represented in a different light and we, can, we could perform at the highest level. And, you know, growing up, like in, in most eras, people of color only had a few people to kind of look up to. It was never too many at one time that, right. you know, it, it was never a lot. So um, now kids that watch wrestling, uh, have a bunch of wrestlers they can choose from to to want to be like or to look at to inspire them, and that's the cool thing to kind of be involved in a business that that has become a place where you know you, you, there, there's more representation I think that's, I think that's very important and we're we're only just getting started with where it's going to go twenty
2: one years old cheats not bad. <laughs> No, he's a look, the future's bright. The
0: future's bright and, and thank
1: you.
0: We're gonna see uh not just on AEW TV, I'm sure, but all throughout uh a run that I, I can't imagine 2022's i I'll, we'll end on this. Twenty twenty two's been a phenomenal year for you. <laughs> yeah, what is yeah. <laughs> what what is if you look back right now and it's it's only September. So you look back September first. Jeez, years going by. Um what is if you look back on this year, what's the thing that
1: you're most proud of? Uh, I, I think uh, you know one of, one of the best moments in my life I'll be able to uh, to forever have is is my mom telling me that she watched me on national TV um, and and made the the bar wherever she was tearing the channel like that that's something that'll stick with me forever, not even just this year, so that's got to be the highlight.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Elliot, last question. We're going to get shoot out
2: of here. My last question is, I hope you're keeping up with uh, Chris over at United Elite Wrestling. Yeah, we need you back. When they come come back to Richmond, (laughs) can you just make
1: sure you're uh, booked on that card so we can see you live in person? I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. Appreciate you. Having.
0: That's awesome. That's Ladies up. and gentlemen, this is please shoot. Tell us, this is wrestling chat with friends. We want to be able to put our friends over, tell everybody where they can find you, follow you and keep up with all your work.
1: At shoot Taylor on everything. Shoot Taylor on Instagram, shoot Taylor on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Shoot Taylor. Very simple. Yep. That
0: awesome. is, that is it. We are going to be back with a special AEW pay-per-view preview on sunday sunday probably i'm guessing elliot around six or seven before before showtime sure just before showtime we're so so excited about that we've got to thank shoot what we're going to do right now is we're going to end this amazing show as we always do we're going to count people out on the count of three one two three until next time thank you shoot
1: Thank you all for having
0: me. All right, we have ended the live stream. Thank you so much for making it happen. Thank you for bearing with us. The Zoom, for whatever reason, the Zoom (laughs) sounded so much better than the uh, restream. So, and it it was kind of streaming on Facebook. Look, look. Let's ask this off the air. You don't look. You don't. You can give us the. You can give us the PC question. Look, the politically correct answer, if you want to. We don't mind. We we understand. (laughs) Talk to me what is all of the stuff that's happening is is it as chaotic for talent like yourself is it as chaotic with all the backstage stuff and dirt sheet stuff or is it really are you able kind of to stay focused and not worry about like what the hell like why did CM Punk wrestle on Dynamite get squashed and now he's wrestling again like we as fans are looking at this like what What's happening? What are they thinking? As you, as talent, is brother. it as, is it as chaotic or is it just like hey, keep your head down and go with it,
1: brother? I am I am just in the dark as you are. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Um, I see things and, and I and I'm just like a fan. I'm like what What was that? What's going on? I have no idea. Why I, yeah, are they? Doing I, I don't this I don't to get them? to see. I yeah I don't see like much of the 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 backstage things. I just hear about it, and, You're right. so I, I have no idea, man.
2: Amazing. The only really thing that I that sort of really intrigued me is you've you've had the unique uh, position of wrestling hook, who I'm sure mm-hmm. you're just, I'm sure you're pals with him, you know, maybe through the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Tell me that because his character has, has been built in a very unique way and it's actually intriguing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are invested in it when the cameras are off. He's a pretty chill cat, isn't he? I'm guessing he cool is. Cool guy, yeah, yeah. I'm he's he's he a is.
1: real okay. laid back guy. Man. Okay. Even like the first day I was there, he didn't even know me. And, uh, he uh gave me his number. He took mine down, and you know, nice. followed me on Instagram and kind of like welcomed me there. And and, and yeah, he's a, he's a really cool guy. And Taz as well. They every time I see them, you know, they they treat me with the utmost respect. You know. they go out of their way to speak to me yeah those are two 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 stand-up guys what they're
2: what they're really doing with his character as someone and there's been characters in the past who are are men of a few words but you know his his look his scowl and the way they're sort of keeping him from interacting when they eventually do i'm sure he's got the charisma he's just going to win over everybody
1: you what? know what, uh, yeah. you see on TV though, is, is really what you get. He's really a laid back guy. He's really laid back. Like, uh, other than, you know, when I first got there, you know, him us exchanging numbers. And mm-hmm. uh, it's always a hey, what's up when I see him. But he's, he's usually chilling by himself with his hoodie on. Like, wow. in real life. You know, yeah.
0: Let, let me ask this again off the record. You don't have to answer because, I, look, I know when. When like you were saying, week two, you you mm-hmm. get a call that says we're gonna bring you to TV. You've got mm-hmm. ten more weeks of that class at least, right? Not right. more weeks. <laughs> right, when you right. go <laughs> back, when you go back, do people like? I'm sure they're congratulatory, but do they? Are they like, mm-hmm. what the hell? What just happened?
1: Well, yeah, and 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 QT even told me that uh, he he was like, you know, <laughs> when you, when you go back, people are gonna look at you differently now. Right, there's gonna <laughs> be
0: some. You're the guy now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, I got those sarcastic comments, like, you know, what's up, superstar? <laughs> but I got that, I got that stuff. But you know, that comes and, with the game. So, know? and and I'm I'm
0: always interested because, like I said, 21 years old, bright, bright future, and you get a call like that, you're a student of the game, um, in the sense that, like, so for example, and, and this is just comparison, right? when you get somebody like hook, who's also very young or even private party, someone that's, you know, they're young folks, but they, if they come in kind of with, with, with a storyline that allows them to, or, you know, Dante Martin, right. They come in with the storyline that allows them to be a face or like, you know what I mean? It will show a lot of yeah. things. And then they yeah. say, and they give you the call, which is a great opportunity and say, well, you're going to wrestle hook. And you're just like, well, you know how that, you know how that's going to happen on the other end. So it's like, do right. you, how do you, how do you, in many ways, kind of set yourself up for you to be one of the guys when we're looking four or five years down the line and says, oh, he's got to flip a switch, right? Like he's he can't just be the guy that is on the other end of the star, right? Like how does that
1: work? Yeah, I think uh, I think Cody Rhodes said it best on the, the the Stone Cold podcast. You know, the best position to really be brought in as is is like a student. The, the position mm. that i was brought in as qt student because there's so much room to grow there you know right. people that makes don't sense. expect much out of you when you're coming in as oh you're a qt student you know what i'm saying and you have matches right. like that but it's it's kind of it's actually harder to be brought in in the position of hook and dante martin and guys like that because they they have such a high expectation put on them and like it's it's so like and especially with a guy like Dante Martin, he does everything. You know, he he does really everything gifted. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, how do you improve on that? You know, I so, I th- yeah, I yeah. think you
0: gotta find. So I think the good example of this recently, if we're talking about AEW, is you gotta find what they did with Garcia, what they're doing with Garcia now, what they did with Will mm-hmm. Wheeler, like you were saying they bought him into the stable as, like, the young guy, right? But if you look at what they're doing right. with uh, Yuta now, it's like – or Garcia, they're getting – they know – like, everybody identifies, like, these guys are talented, right? They haven't figured yeah, it yeah, out yeah. with Dante because they, they've been trying to kind of put him What I thought, in my mind, he should have joined Team Taz. <laughs> like, when they did the whole Team Taz thing, they you know, they wanted to keep yeah. him a face, and they tried – I don't know, they tried to make my guy Leo Rush something <laughs> –
1: <laughs> yeah, was I was
0: like Dante, go ahead and join Team Tash and smack him with it. Like you had a chance,
2: but no. Man, I, think, hey, I think to your point, the advantage of having the student sort of awesome. angle is that you get to, at some point, if it works out, you you sort of break out, you break away, and become sort of your own. Yeah. And that's definitely yeah. the moment that and, just puts you on a higher level. Whereas you were saying yeah. well, Dante, you're high. Your first move might be a kick back down, you know, brought back to earth. But as a student, as yeah. a student, you get that breakaway moment, and then. Yeah. And, awesome. and there's so it's
1: many awesome. stories you can tell too from, from, you know, elevated from a student, you could, you could, it could be the student versus teacher thing. It could be, you know, yeah, it be great. so much, it's you know. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Where can, yeah. look, where can we, as, uh, as as this show and people that are going to support you and retweet you and do a bunch of stuff, where can we be looking out? I know we're going to look out on AEW, but where can we be looking out just to find some things that you're excited about and doing? Obviously we're going to follow you. We, we do follow you on social but we're gonna we're gonna ramp it up and make sure that uh, obviously you're supported by by our click and and the people that watch our show and hopefully you'll have a lot of new friends in Richmond, Virginia.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, man. yeah, dog, yeah. Just you know, my socials, man. Uh, okay. I, I I'm gonna start doing some uh, some some fitness products and stuff too. So cool. you know, we can we can talk about awesome. that you know everything Awesome, yeah bro
0: nah man we wish you the very very best of luck man and, and and obviously in this business we wish you great health as well as you you know it seems like you got everything in place uh we want you to stay healthy and keep keep killing it and keep growing my man
2: yeah man
1: i appreciate that i appreciate that man I, I'm gonna I'm send you guys my number uh yeah, anything, dude. just hit me up
0: we got you man appreciate it thanks for making this happen man
2: all right for sure appreciate
1: you guys right. for having me.
2: you back right, you. take care